0: Our three-day core challenge is open now for you to join
1: in. Sign up and you'll get direct access to daily core-focused classes. Yes, and they're both Pilates and yoga. Mm -hmm. And they're really short, literally less than 10 minutes. Exactly. So if you think you don't
0: have time to work out, you're wrong. (laughs) you do because these are online on demand you can do them from the comfort of wherever you are whenever you want so come and join us for our three-day core challenge head over to Merrymakersisters.com forward slash core dash challenge and sign up this is episode 284 on the get Ready podcast we are so excited to be
1: with you today hope you've had a great week (laughs) We definitely have. We are well and truly back home after being in Canberra, which is also home, but we're back into the rhythm of things. And tomorrow we're filming Marybody back into work. It's very exciting. Yeah, Yeah. and so today's episode – It's going to be a fun
0: one. We asked our Body members, what's something you're struggling with right now? How
1: can we help? And, oh, did we get an influx of comments? (laughs) Well, it was kind of funny because I wrote that comment and I checked it a few hours later. There was none. And then, you know, I checked again. I think there was one comment. And then... It just like kind of lay dormant. And the next minute, <laughs> 43 comments. I was like, oh, okay. Yep, yep. Let's address this on the podcast. Yeah. So we wanted to have a little sit
0: and chat about these struggles that all of us really do go through and answer your questions. Yes.
1: So I think we should start at the very beginning. A
0: very good place to start.
1: And it's motivation. One word. What's your struggle? Motivation. (laughs) Which I
0: really like. We're not going into it's not any detail. There's nothing too, uh, you know, clear cut about it. Just motivation. Well, then she goes
1: on to say not being disciplined Mm. and not having the right mindset, only having myself to blame. Then someone else adds motivation to get on the mat. Once I'm doing it, I'm fine. And then someone else says, yeah, me
0: too. I get this. You know what I think is the most important thing? It's like figuring out what works for you to motivate you because we are all going to be different. Yeah. So I think we should talk about what motivates us and how I guess we've helped our members get motivated as well. So for you, Emmy, like how do you get motivated to to exercise and to eat well? Yeah. And and we're not saying we eat well
1: all the time. This is not about that. It's just like the decisions that you make. I think uh – it makes me feel better in my mind mm. so i when i exercise every day or have some kind of movement i just feel better i feel uh, like my body needs movement it craves movement when it feels still i don't feel good mm. so i just know and i think for me it's like i just automatically i get it done in the morning mm. that i think that is really helpful to have it have a good time for you. Find a time that works, that is suitable for your uh, schedule and just get it done. And I know that sounds like it's like, yeah, what help is that? Just yeah. get it done. It's not really helpful to the person who is like really struggling to get started. Well, I
0: feel like let's dissect that a little bit, like get it done because the what you're saying is, You need to tune out the
1: voice that is telling you all the reasons why not to do it. Yeah, you need to be kind of louder or even it's like delayed gratification. It's like, you know how, okay, right now I don't want to do it. Sitting on the couch is so Mm. much better. Doing this is so much better. Then it's kind of like having that internal discussion in your mind but I'm going to feel so much better in 30 minutes after my class. Mm. So it's acknowledging that, okay, for the first five minutes, you're going to hate it. Yeah. For the first five minutes, you might really be like, but then afterwards it's going to be this really even better feeling than just sitting on the couch. Mm. So it's kind of acknowledging that, all right, I'm going to put myself through this discomfort, but it's going to benefit me later.
0: Yeah, and I think then it's also – I guess thinking not just about those next 30 minutes, but knowing how much goodness that movement brings to the rest of your life as well. Like, it's not just after the 30 minutes. No. Like, if you are to create a disciplined, devoted, consistent practice, that's only going to help you, your future self as well. And the thing is with motivation, uh, Brendan Bouchard would say, action creates motivation. Yes. So sometimes we think, you know, we're sitting on the couch or we've just got home from work or we've been working all day at home sitting and we've been in this inactive state. We haven't been like moving our bodies, we've been really sedentary. That's why we don't have the motivation because we've yeah. been we've been still and we've been doing the the opposite of movement. So As Em was saying, if you just press play and get through those first five minutes, what you will actually find is the motivation comes then and then you're excited to be where you are and then because you did it yesterday, now it's today, you're actually going to push through that little block way easier. So the more consistent you Mm. move – and exercise, the easier it will be to to keep that consistency. Yeah,
1: I think I can even feel it in myself. So when I'm in a rhythm of doing my Pilates and yoga every day or however many days is good for me, It's just so natural. And then I might have an injury or I might go away and it's like I have a week off or Mm -hmm. a week of difference. Maybe I'm just walking. Then I find it more difficult to get back into it. me too. And it's such a strange thing. You're like, wait a minute, like I'm really awesome at this. But you just have to, as you said, take action. You do the first class. You do the second class. You do the second day of movement. Mm -hmm. And then you find that rhythm again. I think another one which we've talked about so often is finding your values. If it's not for you, who are you moving for? Is it your children? Is it to lead by example? Mm. Is it for your relationships? Does it make you a better partner? Or is it something you can do together to grow closer? Uh, Is it for your health is there a reason why you need to move Mm. connect to that maybe I don't know what's going on with your health like find the reason
0: yeah well there's so many good reasons yeah I mean like a really common one is like stress levels yeah and they're at like all-time highs like especially in the world that we live in now where we are connected digitally all the time with notifications left right and center our inboxes are full every single morning like we clear them out and then they're full again by the end of the day like how did that even happen like why are we getting so many emails but they're very stressful mm-hmm. and bringing movement especially when it's movement like yoga and pilates which is a really nourishing movement i would say also movements that replicate that kind of feeling are like walking and hiking mm-hmm. um even like dancing i think yes. would bring out that same serotonin and those oxytocin and those good feels um the opposite to me would be like running or like a hit workout, yeah. which actually then brings the stress back into your That's life. That's so true. Which um, we spoke about with naturopath Jules Galloway, how uh, and also Tia Myers, naturopath as well, how sometimes these workouts that actually spike. Uh, our cortisol, again, aren't really the best thing for us because well, we're stressed out all day and yeah. we're doing these stressful workouts. So we need to kind of counteract the stress that's happening during the day with something that actually brings in those
1: good-feeling hormones. Yeah, I mean, isn't that the biggest myth yeah. of all? that I, you need I actually to- love this myth that you need to sweat, you need to work out for an hour, you need to feel like you're dying at the gym Mm. to actually have a good workout. Like that was a myth that I so firmly believed. I was like, yoga, I can't do yoga. Mm. You don't get hot enough. You don't get – your heart doesn't race. It's like, no, actually, that that does all happen. It might just be that you're sitting in a warrior – and you're sitting there for like two minutes mm. <laughs> and there, there's your heart, there's your sweat. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, it's so interesting when you do look a little bit deeper, when you get some new knowledge, like talk to the experts, read about mm. it, and then it's like, aha, uh-huh, no, that's okay. Maybe I don't feel like doing the HIIT class but a yin yoga class, that's still amazing movement. Mm. It's very nurturing, very nourishing and will allow your stress levels to – calm down Mm. and then
0: also remembering that accomplishment again which we did mention this that the action creates motivation but also the accomplishment Mm. uh that feeling where you finish something where you achieve something you get a dopamine hit which then in turn gets your brain on your side to once again more easily create the motivation that you're looking for yes so and that is that's just proving what we talked
1: about before That the more you do something, the more easier it becomes. And that's why in the Merry Body app, you can mark your class complete. Yeah, Ah. which I think is a really fun thing. I just um, lost the
0: questions which is annoying my phone like oh here we go I've got them okay cool uh because it do, yeah I feel like we can I mean we did a whole episode on this didn't we yeah but the motivation yeah
1: whatever episode <laughs> that is
0: but it's a really good question and I think it's something to revisit often
1: oh yeah because it comes and goes and here Rachel also adds the all or nothing mindset so oh, it's yeah. like, you know, when you're in the rhythm, it's great. Yep. yep you're, you're going, you're eating well, you're exercising. Boom, I'm amazing. Mm. Then it's like, oh, I had one bad day. Oh, it's all like, leave it all now. Just yeah. start on Monday. Yeah.
0: That's, that's. Yeah. I feel like that's a very common thing. And I think let's talk about that for a moment. I think if we, like, obviously, if we've already acknowledged that we do that, that's a really good first step <laughs> that we're in that all or nothing mindset. But we have to also remember that skipping a day, yes, having a rest, yes, having a break is actually okay. And I think we, again, diet culture told us, no, it's not okay, mm. that you need to be doing this amount of working out and you need to only eat this and only eat that. And if you stuff up, then you are just the worst human yes. ever. So we need to let that old mindset go and realize, oh, I, I missed a workout yesterday that was yesterday yeah (laughs) like we don't need to bring that into today yes we can leave that in the past yeah and that's just a very um if you're aware like you need to become more aware of your thoughts and ask yourself when you're having this conversation with yourself oh like I do I missed my workout yesterday I'm just gonna keep on missing my workouts for the rest of the week you just need to remind yourself that's not true
1: like it's yeah. it's not true just because I skipped to work out yesterday god i must have needed that break and i think it also reminds me of that whole eating really healthy from monday to friday night then come friday night it's like boom yeah. you're like eating all the junk food the unhealthy food the sugar loaded well, food we used to do that to friday me. night saturday and sunday that was like our kind of ritual our routine and uh, you know I just remember thinking like well I've had a bad night may I well continue it which is like it's a it's a interesting mindset <laughs> it's like how do I I don't want to like how do I describe that it's like what is that no but well, I don't think you're alone
0: here I think yeah. it's actually really like
1: no no I know it's common I know
0: and I remember it too like I remember it so clearly like and kind of feeling like excited about it and I think the reason is is because we restricted ourselves so much during the week that we were like oh finally like I just get to have this yummy thing that I've been wanting like for a month like I finally get to have it I'm just going to eat the whole packet so I think that's again where we can really check in and remember that restrictions and like Cutting out entire food groups are, is really not the best thing that we can ever do for ourselves. Because I, well, not for us, especially. I know that I always ended up binging on the thing that More, I restricted myself and from. It,
1: and it wasn't even, I think it's just not even the fact that you're binging as well. Because I know when I was eating paleo, I wouldn't actually binge on the other food. No, I would not. So that's before. That's true. So when I was paleo, when I was like going down the keto, I would not binge. But I would live with so much stress. Yeah. And it was quiet stress, internal stress. Or it was like just this such rigid thoughts, rigid thinking. But then we would of, binge
0: on like healthy
1: treats. Yeah, you would binge <laughs> on healthy treats. Exactly. In so, inverted commas. Yeah. But that's a different type of binge, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but, and then the, all the rigid thoughts, though, like I just think back to then and I'm like, ah, like where's the flexibility? Where's the, the relaxed feeling? The kindness. It, then it's not there. <laughs> uh, next question is from Kayleen, which actually I think a few people have asked about, Kaz as well, uh, Heidi as well, all about sleep, getting enough sleep. Mm. And getting our sleep meals. Yeah, sleep is so important. Sleep is when our cells rejuvenate. When, yeah, as Carla said, we heal, uh, we re energize. This is, we really need sleep. Yeah. Well, I mean, our friend, Dr. Rach, who we've had on the podcast, she
0: would say, you know, if you're not sleeping, that's where we begin. Yeah. Like in any kind of, whenever you're feeling depleted or whatever you're feeling whatever it might be that you're going to the doctor for, like whenever she sees her patients, she will always say, how are you sleeping? Yeah, How's your sleep? And if it's off, like that's where she begins. Like She doesn't go into anything else. She doesn't go, let's check your hormones, let's do this, let's do that. It's always sleep. So that just tells me, yeah, it's number one importance.
1: I think for so many people there's so much struggle with sleep Mm. and it might be maybe you're a mum. Maybe you have a little baby that is waking you up every hour. Mm. Uh, Maybe you are just thinking about everything. It's like all your stresses come into your mind the moment your head hits the pillow. Yeah, like our mom says that that's what happens to her. She'll go to sleep and it's like all her stresses come into her mind and then next minute it's like 4 a.m. Poor mama, you need to go to sleep. Uh, And this is when, yeah, you need to get help. You need to find ways to help you sleep better. And it might be that that is like the, the major goal for you. Maybe right now that's your most important thing for your health, to help your sleep. I don't know, Carl, what are ways that help you sleep or what would you recommend to people?
0: Um. Well, I think having like a ritual before bed is really important. I think that if we're on our phones, if we're on our devices, if we're watching TV, if we're doing a lot before bed, then our brains and our bodies they're they're working like mm. they're not getting prepared to sleep. Mm. They're not getting prepared to rest. So if we just expect ourselves to switch off like that after we put our phone down because we've been scrolling like for the past two hours yeah. in bed, or we've been watching Netflix. Like it's actually uh,
1: not going to happen that easily. The sleep thing if we've been wired, yeah. And so wired. It, it's like. When you do read the post, ten things to help you sleep better, like maybe you should try some. (laughs) Yeah, and you should not be reading that at like ten a.m. at ten p.m. at night.
0: So I think check in, like, what's your bed? Like, what is your nighttime like? Like, do can you actually switch off a little bit before and then hit the pillow instead of just switching everything off and trying to go to bed straight away? Yeah, Uh, and I think meditation really helps, even just like a five minute breathing meditation before you go to bed. We've got a bedtime, I think we've got a few bedtime meditations inside Mary Body, where you can actually just listen to it lying down. And a lot of our members just fall asleep.
1: Like yeah. like a lot of our members will say, I fall asleep to your voice every night. And I'm like, that's so strange, but I love it. <laughs> it's not strange. It's amazing. It's helping them sleep. Mm. And I know like, I know Mum does that. Mom does yeah. some meditations and I know a few other members. Yeah. They've said they do the same meditation every single night. And I'm like, that's interesting you do the same one but it's kind of like this ritual <laughs> You're like you know there's seven devices. but it's but it's kind of like you uh, know yes. once I listen to this meditation then I can sleep mm-hmm. and I think if you do have a struggle like that like an anchor mm-hmm. to remind you or like to get your body into that sleep zone is the perfect way and definitely devices I mean like I'm probably on my device straight before bed. So that's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I should make a change. Uh. But also, I do find that I fall asleep quite easily most nights. Yeah, I think. It's <laughs> but like, maybe it's like I should really work on that before I struggle yeah. with my sleep. And I think
0: also as you get older, like yeah. it's a more common thing as well. So I think maybe it is. Yeah, making that routine before you get to the yeah. I can't sleep. But also, like, there's a lot of teas that help you sleep. Like just get yeah, a really tea. A, get a natural one that says sleepy tea. Like there's so many. <laughs>
1: uh, and also I know stress is such a big part of it and anxiety. When I have had troubles with my sleep, it's always when I've been extra stressed mm. or extra stuff on my mind. And meditation is so good for that. Yeah. So it's it's that's a real driver to create a meditation practice. Mm. If you're struggling with sleep, Meditation is a great tool to help your mind understand which thoughts are those thoughts that are recurring and don't actually serve you and probably the thoughts that keep you up at night. Mm. When we meditate, we are better able to distinguish, hey, I don't need to hop on that narrative. I don't need to keep going with that, that thought pattern. I'm going to try let it go.
0: Mm. Yeah. So I think there there's some things that you can do <laughs> for your and sleep. i think
1: we have a whole podcast episode on sleep as well don't we actually maybe we don't maybe we can make one
0: if we don't if we do
1: we'll put it in the show notes yes. if we don't we'll
0: do one yeah uh, and that'll be really really interesting i think yeah i feel like we've talked about it many a time but Heidi also asked making the time to meditate and I think that, again, we do cover that in the yes. classes, in the class one. But also, again, it's, and it's similar, it's like finding your motivation, like why why do you want to meditate? And if you need a few reasons why, we actually did a whole podcast on why you should meditate and you should listen to that because I feel like that provides a lot of motivation to begin. And remembering that meditation doesn't have to be complicated, it can literally be you sit and breathe for five minutes. Oh, so good. Which So don't overcomplicate this. Like don't think oh, I've got to do 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes in the evening, which I know so many people say. And you know what? That to me to a year ago would have been like, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Now I've done a, a bunch of meditation training. Easy. I could do it. I don't, by the way. I could if I wanted to. But five minutes is so much more doable.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like make it achievable. Yeah. Totally. Uh, I just saw a question. Heidi, another question from Heidi. She has chronic anemia. Maybe this causes oh. insomnia. And, again, this is just a reminder to get your bloods tested, yeah. find a great doctor that you are confident with, and dig a little deeper. If you're not feeling right, it might be that there's something underlying. And mm. we feel you, Heidi. We have. I'm pretty sure we have chronic <laughs> anemia too because how many iron infusions have we had? Eight. <laughs> eight and now our bodies are like rejecting iron infusions. <laughs> we-
0: I have him that gene that holds I- on to the iron.
1: But yours is <laughs> even lower than mine. So I'm – the only reason I think my iron is good right now, maybe because I'm eating more steak.
0: Yeah, and
1: also we did – We were thinking we've been working on a
0: lymphatic system. Yes. And it kind of – well, both of us, our periods were way lighter.
1: Yeah, but I just got my period and now it was very heavy. But maybe it was one night and now it will be over. Oh, jeez. But we have been trying the (laughs) lymphatic massage and apparently that does help with PMS and heavy periods. And cramps. And cramps. Well, I only had like a small Mm. cramp, one small cramp. So, yeah, (laughs) I like that
0: advice though. Like if you feel like something is off and when we tune into our bodies, we usually know. okay, this isn't just the fact that I can't sleep, like something else is going on, Yeah. then get the test done, get the bloods done, talk to somebody, um, whether that is a GP or an integrated doctor, whatever it is. Yes. Whoever works for you, get help. Yes. Okay. Again, we've got a question about like menopause and that has Uh, sparked another idea for another podcast so yes we'll definitely get someone on to interview about that we are no experts on that but i would love to learn more about it yeah uh and i think that it will help so many of us to better understand what happens and how we can manage those symptoms uh simona motivation sleep food mindfulness yes okay but this is the real question Yeah. yeah at the moment between work study and family there is no
1: balance I always feel wired oh my gosh and I totally understand this especially when you're working and studying and you have your family and you have your house to upkeep or whatever it is it's on the list that you're doing and I think this is when we have to strip it back, strip our expectations of ourselves. Like why mm. do we hold ourselves up to this high standard and then, you know, we fill our schedules up, but it's like when we're not doing our best in each aspect, we're failures, mm. but it's only because we've got too much going on. We so Like true. something is going to give And usually it's ourselves feeling crap about ourselves, Mm. which actually we need to be kinder to ourselves. And we need to realize, hey, like I'm trying to maybe get a whole course or a degree done while also working a full-time job, while also looking after my family, while also doing all the other things. So it's like, okay, what can you take out of the equation? Is there anything you can take out of the equation? Mm. Do you think? Yeah yeah take something out <laughs> it's like not our uh like don't let yourself feel like you're not doing enough because probably you're doing too much yeah and then I think it's like can you ask for help Ooh, which
0: sometimes I think we, we say yes 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 we're yes people and we just say yeah we can do everything and then that is to the detriment of our own lives that we're just doing, doing, doing and there's no space for anything else and the more that we do that, the more, I like what happens for me personally is like when I spend more time in the doing, doing, doing and the more, 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 I become not as good at managing it,
1: Mm. like as
0: time goes on, I manage stress actually worse, Yeah, like the more stress for the longer time that I am stressed that I am I've noticed that actually something that is really small I won't be able to handle because I've spent all of this time being stressed and not handling it yeah. and I, so I think my threshold goes down mm-hmm. I think that's interesting to like for me personally so I I just think that Taking time, five minutes, to just, like, sit and breathe is, like, one of the best things that you can possibly do when you feel overwhelmed with anything. Yeah. And so actually when you notice the overwhelming feelings, don't let them get to the top of the head. Like, just stop when you feel them, maybe in your belly or in your heart or wherever you feel them in your body, in your breath. Maybe you're, like, getting a really fast breath or you can feel your pulse starting to race. That's your sign to just stop. Yeah, it's like don't push through. Yes. Take a break. Because I think sometimes just push through. That is such a – like just
1: get it done. You can do this. Yeah, Do it faster. That's so true. And it might be that, yes, stop or get outside. Mm. Uh, Go play with your kids. Uh, Go do something you absolutely love and you think you don't have time for. Go do that. And then you'll feel better. Mm. Uh, I think I read something the other day about um, it was someone who was struggling because they were at home in lockdown and they just were working all the time. And it was like, I know it's bad for me, but what else am I going to do? It's like find something to do. If you're one of those people who, yeah, you're studying, you're working, you're doing, ticking off all your chores and you're not making time for anything you love, maybe you're like, I don't love anything. It's go and explore, go and create this other thing in your life where you kind of can switch off from your to-do list. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and then, don't let that overwhelm you because yeah. I was just like, that just sounds overwhelming for me. Like I've got all
1: these things to do. Now you're telling me to go find no, something I love? okay, maybe it's like, <laughs> you know the thing that's like, like for me it might be like going for a really slow walk to the beach. Or it's like picking up a book and yeah. sitting on the couch for five minutes even and yeah. reading because sometimes even then it's like, you know, when you're reading and it might be at a time where you think you should be not reading, Yeah. like sometimes I'll be like, oh, my God, I'm reading, like weird. Like I should be doing something. Yeah. It's like that's really good to do. Yeah,
0: and to shut up <laughs> that mind. It's like, oh, my like, God. Actually, I I'm allowed to read.
1: <laughs> it's so
0: Crazy when I think about that. Maybe it's like giving yourself permission to to, relax. To relax, and I think realizing that when we think about it, we're never really in balance ever. No, like it's always like tipping this way, tipping that way. It's It's always a dance, isn't it? So I think it's also again with the perfection because we're all like, I've got to be balanced. I've got to be balanced. It's it's almost like we're trying to be perfect. And actually there's no such thing. Like I'm always either really busy and stressed or, oh, okay, I'm going to relax now. I've been busy and stressed. Or I'm really busy with work. Okay, now I'm not so busy with work. Yeah. And it's never never really a perfect medium.
1: (laughs) No. And that's like the whole point of life, I think. It's like just having awareness of it. And I'll add one last thing. We need to remember that. You know, time is always going to pass. So if things take a little longer, maybe that's okay. If you have to take a break from study, maybe that's okay to catch your breath, to recuperate, to focus on your health for that semester, to help you get grounded again. Sometimes we need to remember that there's no rush. Time is passing anyway. Life will go by. And the most important thing is to let life go by with – a sense of peace yeah and enjoyment mm.
0: yeah re- realizing that this is only a one time thing yeah. is also a really great way to yeah. like bring in what you actually want to do with your life and realize oh I actually don't want to be stressed out yeah i don't i want to do this in a calm way yeah sometimes
1: it's a choice i think sometimes we choose actually all the time we choose to be stressed well i feel like sometimes we that stress feeling makes you feel like you're getting things done faster or yeah. you're better at your job, which I think is a lie. <laughs> well, it will
0: work at the beginning. Yeah. The cortisol will spike and you'll get the adrenaline and you'll yeah. get things done faster. And then as time passes, it'll that will not happen
1: anymore. Well, it'll be all depleted and yeah. then you'll get you could get adrenal fatigue. Exactly.
0: So, okay, let's move on to the next question. Um, and I've skipped another one cause one again was about menopause. So I think definitely let's talk about that on a podcast. Uh, you already answered that one. So the next one, the one about lockdown, I think we don't need to talk about that, about going into lockdown.
1: Well, I, I feel like let's just quickly touch on it. I mean, it's just the stresses of lockdown, which is massive. And I have to add that Australia, I feel like we're so extremely lucky, especially us here in Queensland, we barely have had any lockdown. Seriously. So we totally can oh, – we can understand your pain. We had Emma from Ireland talk about her experience with lockdown and, oh, my gosh, just make sure you're being kind to yourself, give yourself the time you need. Yeah. And know that – You know, we just have to take it one day at a time. This is like a total new zone for us all, what is going on with the world. You know, if someone had told us two years ago that this is what 2021 and 2020 was going to be like, we'd be like, yeah, right, what what movie are you describing to me? So just really take the time to get in tune with yourself, get grounded.
0: Just going through a lot.
1: So is so much of the world, yeah. you the US, Europe, there's so much Brazil. going on. Yeah, so it's just like I feel like I don't really have any great advice to give to be honest because I think it's just giving yourself the time you need to get centered, to get calm, to get find the peace that you need and to and, add little joys. Yeah, add that's a good I think that's perfect, add joy. Get off the phone, get off the devices as in get off the news because it can be quite addictive, the news, the reading. And although it's important to have the awareness, it's super important to be up to date with news. But also we need to get off the news. Yeah,
0: agree. Like have that space away from it where even though it might feel like escapism, it's like we actually need that because if we just look at what's going on in the world, we will become extremely
1: overwhelmed i feel like we've us humans have always used escapism and you know the fact is like back in the day without the internet we wouldn't even know how much news is going on around the world so sometimes it's like you know if you're really addicted to the news you're hearing news from all across the world Mm -hmm. not just in your backyard but of course, like when when it is in your backyard, it's like very confronting yeah. and like okay, it hits home, literally.
0: I um started watching the movie News of the World. It's got like Tom Hanks in it. Oh, it's on yeah, Netflix. I saw that. It's based in like eighteen seventy and I actually stopped watching it because I got bored. But um he was like a news reader, yeah. so he would travel around towns and like have all of the newspapers yeah. and read them. And that's how people like heard the news of the world. Because they couldn't read, yeah. And they couldn't get access yeah they couldn't read and then not everyone could get access to the newspapers and not everyone had he would say not everyone has time to read because they're all working and things and i was like it's so different 1870 what the okay so amanda's asked about chocolate and caffeine like cutting back on that she's found it hard she's also struggling with lack of sleep and that's why she's thinking that she's reaching for caffeine and chocolate uh, and she can't break the cycle and also getting back into the flow of yoga and
1: Pilates. Oh, she said that's easy. That's been easy for her. Amazing. Well done. Uh, caffeine but, yeah. and chocolate. So I want to know like how much caffeine and chocolate are you actually consuming? Because is it even a bad amount? Because sometimes we can be like, Oh no, I need to cut out my coffee. I've read that. It's like really bad for me. I need to cut out my chocolate. It's really bad for me. Okay. So if you're having a whole family-sized bo- block of Cadbury chocolate he every day. He's looking at you, Dad. Yeah, Dad. You need to stop. Put the chocolate <laughs> down. <laughs> like, okay, then we might have a problem. If you're having, like, a few pieces of good quality chocolate, like, let's even go better. Like, you're having dark chocolate, oh, like 70 no. to 80% chocolate. Is there a problem with this? Yeah, Maybe we can allow a small amount of chocolate. Like what is a good amount of chocolate? For me, I can easily have, like for me, like what I like is having like two bits of dark chocolate. Yeah, I
0: like having three or six. <laughs> three or six. Three to six. <laughs> there we go. Three to six pieces.
1: Two <laughs> to th- two to six pieces. Uh, <laughs> Carla's like, I like to have the whole block. Oops. Uh, so it, I think it's like not restricting, not cutting it out completely. Yeah. And coffee? Oh my gosh! Like I'm never, I'm never taking coffee. Don't out. talk to us about that. Like don't unless, ever mention unless that. you have, like, do you have adrenal fatigue? Has the doctor said you really need to cut it down? Are you having ten cups of coffee a day? Do you feel like it affects you in a bad way? Yes. Like, are you do, getting anxiety like, do you,
0: after your co- cup of coffee? What did what? I? Oh, what? I don't know. What, I was like cop. After your cop, after your <laughs> cup of coffee, how do you feel? <laughs> Yes, because I think if you feel shaky and you feel like really tired, like you just want to go to bed, yeah, then you need then to. you need to maybe maybe have a little less. Yes, but yeah, yeah don't ever talk to us about giving up coffee because we love it. And I would say I have uh, my normal is two. I can have three. It's not a good idea for me to have three.
1: Well, I think it depends on the type of coffee you're drinking and, like, are you going out and getting large coffees that have two to three shots in it? talking shots. Yeah, so shots. Two to three shots. I mean, I think, yeah, I have two to three shots, but I also think the coffee that you make at home sometimes is less strong than the cafe coffee. Agreed. That's, I really think that. <laughs> um, who knows? Who but I think We might it, be making excuses but for ourselves. it's also, I think it's really interesting because sometimes we can create these rules in our minds that is a part of diet culture. So I've read article after article that say caffeine and chocolate is the reason why I feel like crap. (laughs) So just check in with yourself, go to the doctor, find out actually is there some truth to this. Uh, or is it something you've made up in your mind and then you feel bad every time you go for the coffee or the chocolate? Or is it your 10th coffee and you need to calm down with the coffee? Yes, definitely. And then I've read articles that chocolate and caffeine are the, the, the biggest superfoods you can eat. Oh, so. yeah, coffee <laughs> saves your life. Chocolate so, is your superfood. It will make you he- healthy. Magical. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, but good question. And I think that's really with all foods. Like if you feel bad, after, like as in not bad, in a guilty way, if your body physically feels like something is off after you've eaten something. For me, it's cheese. I eat cheese and my nose is blocked, runny, awful. Okay, Carla, maybe don't eat cheese or yoghurt. I
1: th- remember, you're lactose intolerant. Do you remember that? Yeah, and it might just be that, again, you <laughs> have it every now and again. Yeah, I love cheese. Okay, so
0: Fiona says, I need to stop buying then eating all of the food. After tea, snacks are my killer. A cup of tea and an apple just don't have the same enjoyment level as chocolate or ice cream do.
1: Uh, I hear you. I wrote back to that too, I yeah. think. And this is where, again, it's like the restriction. Okay, well, then don't have an apple. Have three to six or two, <laughs> two whatever amount, pieces of dark, good quality chocolate and, and savor those pieces. Mm. Enjoy those pieces. Don't eat them mindlessly. I think that's a big part of it. Like really yeah. enjoy eating the chocolate. Maybe don't eat it in front of the TV. Eat it at the table with your cup of tea. Make it a
0: like a moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. and really enjoy it and know that you can stop Um Binge eating, we've, gosh, we've been there. We used to really struggle with binge eating where it was like you just want to stuff your face and really for us it was not being there. It was being non-present. Yeah. It was, I don't know. It-, and it
0: was because of all the restriction
1: yeah, that
0: we'd had, that we put on ourselves before that we were like this is only a one-time thing, like we must eat it all because I know tomorrow I'm going to restrict myself. Yeah. So it was like it felt like we didn't have an endless supply of food so we wanted to eat it all even though in reality here in Australia here
1: in the Western world we actually do yeah we're very lucky and to have an abundance of food so it's kind of about shifting the mindset that hey you can have more of that delicious stuff tomorrow or the next day it's not all running out so just eat an amount that makes you feel good physically, mentally, and emotionally. It's being conscious of the fact that, you know, we know and acknowledge that if we eat the whole packet of biscuits or the whole whole block of chocolate, we can stop right now and know I'm going to feel like crap after. Yeah. So how about I try and stop? Yeah. And again, seek help if you need. Uh-huh. And I think another thing that I really like,
0: I love, you know, when we're at home with mom, like she'll make like one of her caramel date slices. So we've Ooh. got one of those, like, and then I'll like have a piece of that as my treat, and I just yeah. love doing that. I think homemade treats um, are really special, and again, you can make it a really mindful experience, and the whole baking as well, like that can be an experience. So it, I, yeah, it's definitely changing the way we see those foods. And remembering that you can choose, like, the healthier choice or not. You don't have to either. Like, you go for the other one and just make
1: sure you are enjoying it and make sure it's a conscious choice. Like, and make sure it's not overeating. Yeah. Yeah. And, again, when I just – I quickly said before, ask for help if you need. We can get help if we need help, extra help with this. Yeah. There's no shame in that. That's that's pure courage. Uh, I mean – this is the world of diet culture. Mm. It's, it's the world we live in that creates this kind of behaviour. So don't beat yourself up about it and you're not alone. Yeah. I think that's really important to acknowledge. Yeah. It's not just you. There's thousands of people who, go, who are going through Millions. through this every day, every night. So it's just breaking it all down, taking it one day at a time. And sometimes like I'm going to – like I'll talk about myself and I know like I don't – right now I don't have a problem with overeating. I feel really confident with my food choices. But sometimes I might get in this habit of having like dessert every night yeah. and it's just like, you know, I might be – it's like this habit and it's yeah. like actually I don't even feel like dessert. I'm just eating it. Yeah. So then one night I'll be like I don't want dessert tonight and it's like I practice that, not having dessert. Yeah, because so often for me, I'm not actually hungry after dinner. So it's like, why am I going for for the sweet thing? Well, I feel like it's definitely always a want. Yeah, so it's a want or it's like a habit. Yeah. So maybe it's like, you know what, I'm going to have my dessert for afternoon tea when I'm hungry. Yes. Like, I don't know, it's just I think sometimes it's really good to – Like, look, and we're no experts here. I just want to make sure that comes across too. Like, I'm not an expert in eating and binge eating and (sighs) disorderly eating. Like, this is all through experience. But sometimes I just like to, like, change up my eating habits. Yeah. To be like, you know, I do have some kind of uh, not control over it, but it's like I'm not, like, I'm not habitual eating.
0: Yeah, it's not just on autopilot. Yes.
1: So it's like I like to mix it up a bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Me too. Like I didn't have an ice cream last night because I didn't feel like it, even though like I had been having ice cream yeah. like for the past three nights. Yeah. But I knew I just didn't feel like it. And I knew it also wasn't going to make me feel
1: good afterwards because yeah. I was
0: already really full.
1: Yeah. I was like, I'm really full for my dinner. See, that's the same thing with me. It's like I, need to make, I like to make sure I tune into that. Yeah. So when I really feel like the ice cream, like I eat it and I love it. Yes, because
0: sometimes I think – When it becomes that constant thing, yes, we then it's it becomes very non mindful. Yes, like I get this all the time. So whatever. Yeah. Whereas, like when I like get a loco love chocolate, for example, like oh my, like I want to be with that chocolate. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like I want to enjoy every bite. Yes. And I think it's not treating yourself; it's just experiencing all the tastes. And sometimes, yes, like I'll do that with all food. With with all my food, I try to do that.
1: I love that how you also just mentioned that. It's not about treating yourself. It's about enjoying the food. Yeah. Uh, and that's like, you know, when we'll we'll eat pasta or something. It's not a treat. No. It's just enjoying this beautiful different food.
0: Yeah, like I we made this lobster tail pasta the other night and I was eating it and it was just fun to eat as well. Yeah. I was really enjoying the
1: process
0: of, like, twirling the pasta and, like, Going, you know, where you go like that with the pasture and just made me laugh. Like it made me feel like a kid. Like I was like, this is so fun. Well, I
1: think because we've restricted ourselves from pastor for so long. And it's like, what the? It's so amazing. Okay,
0: we've got a few more. Oh, this is a good one. Guilt workout. Like not feeling not feeling guilty if you don't work out. And I think a guilt guilty mind is not a kind mind. So how can we (laughs) overcome the guilt that sometimes we feel when we
1: are not living up to our perfect standards. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, this whole perfectionist thing, hey. And, gosh, tell you what, can we relate to this? I still feel this. Every now (laughs) and again I'm like, oh, like I – like really right now, since we both injured ourselves, we've had like two weeks of really less working out. Yeah. Maybe you even three weeks. Is it three weeks? Two weeks? Three weeks? Yeah. And So sad. Yeah, I know, (laughs) but sometimes you even feel a bit guilty about it, but then it's like, wait a minute, I'm allowing myself to heal. Oh, my God. Like I was, yeah,
0: like the first day I'm like, this is bad. I can't not work out. Like I need to work out. Even when I went to the physio for the first time and I'm like, okay, yeah, but can I walk? I'm, like, getting my tick of list of approved movement. Can I swim? And he's just... You were there. Yeah. He's just like, or oh, you could just rest and know that you're going to be exercising for the rest of your life. So know that this two to three weeks of rest is actually going to do good for your body so you can exercise for the rest of your life. Is that what you want, Carla? Do you want to be able to move without pain? I'm like, Yes.
1: But I want to work out today <laughs> yeah but that is such a good lesson isn't it yeah. and I feel like you know you had your injury then boom my shoulder went too so I feel like it was kind of this this it was a good time this universal <laughs> little message to be like hey like don't overdo it like your bodies are important and it's, it's kind of like that thing, yeah, daily movement or daily whatever we were doing, we need to tick it off and then that's good. But it's actually actually so important to allow the time to rest, allow the time to heal, Yeah. Uh, have more balance in your workouts. This is why we do yin yoga. This is yeah. why we do slow flow yoga, meditation. Yeah. Sometimes we need to stop with the rigorous workout.
0: I think it was really good timing for us because – I feel like, you know, if you've lived a past filled with this kind of, again, routine and this obsessive kind of mindset, which we definitely had, definitely, it can very easily come back. Like when you start to like create that again, we're going every day, we're doing this every day. Oh, yeah,
1: I'm going to do it every day. And like it was just like, no, I'm doing it every day. That's what I'm doing. Do you think um, like, you know, like Joel would see you and your exercise behavior Does he ever, like, question it and think, like, you go so much, like, you do your classes so much, like, you know, like when you were going a lot, would he ever say anything? I mean, when he worked away, you would go, you would live at the studio. Yeah. Like, you went an outrageous amount. This was back in the day. Yeah. I don't think he ever really said anything. Because, you know, sometimes Damiano will be like, again, again? Like you're working out again. It's like such a, <laughs> and but also because I'll be like, oh my shoulder. Yeah. And it's like so it's so obvious for someone else. So
0: he's like, but you're injured. Like why? Yeah, are you, why? why, why are, you are you doing this? <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: No. Joel's very um
0: with this injury. He's been very like, you need to be careful. Like don't don't
1: do the movement. Why yeah. Are you, why are you doing that? So sometimes it's like we need to step out of ourselves. Yeah. We need to like see externally we need to like have that bird's eye view yeah and not be so attached to our emotions of like i have to work out today mm-hmm. but yeah this probably wasn't answering the question exactly guilty no feeling because guilty. We were, i guess
0: that's why we feel guilty oh because yeah because we were so attached to our routine and so we had these rules i need to work out for xyz only then i will be good enough only then I will be. I can be a healthy human. Only then I can label myself as this. Yeah. I have to do this, and then you skip a day. Oh my god! I can't believe I skipped a day. And you start to just like hold on to the fact that you skipped a day, even though like you've been like creating this consistency for I don't know how many years, but you skip one day. So and you you're feel, a failure. You're a failure. You feel so guilty. How dare you? Have a rest. Oh, you're a bad human. And, yeah, you start to feel guilty because the reason you feel guilty is because you keep thinking
1: about it. Oh, my god! Because you're
0: living in the past and you're not coming back to the present moment. and So you're a bad person because you did something yesterday or you didn't do something yesterday.
1: Yeah, so what you're saying is get present yeah let go of the past let go of what what has been yeah it's no longer here we can start again
0: yes i think guilt is a wasted emotion it's not even an emotion it's a feeling or a thought
1: it must be thinking is it a feeling anyway we hop onto that feeling of guilt and we feel like it's ours forever it's like but we can let it go so it's like you feel the feeling of guilt all right get present, take a a deep breath in, a deep Mm. breath out, uh, try and relax, shoulders up, down and back, open the heart and then look to the next step. Like it's like what now? Do you want to work out or are you forcing yourself? Yeah. But like it's okay that you didn't. Yeah. It's like let it go.
0: I think an interesting thing, like let's think about guilt in like another way because – Another way you would feel guilty is if, like, maybe you said something mean to someone. Like, oh, yeah. Like, you would feel, I, like, if I was mean to you yesterday, like, maybe yeah. I feel guilty about this. So what would I do then? Well, you I would, would apologize. apologize. So, and then I would not feel guilty because i and like, we, I would, like, yeah. kind of, like, make it amends. True, true. So it's, again, and, and with uh, that, that's really, like, forgiveness from you is a practice of acceptance. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I forgive you. Like I accept that, that happened. I forgive you. So I think it's also that practice of acceptance. Yeah. I accept that I missed
1: that day. It's okay. Yeah, I forgive I, you. I forgive you. It's okay. You're I human. I'm you. missing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So it's like kind of having that internal dialogue like kind of like with yourself. Yeah. So it, it's like okay, that was a really good idea to like look at guilt in another way. That kind of l- lets us see uh, what we can do to move through the guilt easier yeah so it's about letting go it's about forgiveness it's about acceptance this is what happened i cannot change it okay let's move forward i forgive myself yeah tomorrow is a new day today is a new day yeah this step is my next and most important step
0: and forgiveness is like just an action of love yeah it really is It is love yeah so you can forgive yourself every day
1: Again and again, again and again and again and it's again a
0: continuing thing forgive 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 accept accept
1: accept ha huh. okay so we finished that was all the questions from the group we're going to post this link inside mary body group and we love the q and a's so if you have a question at home yeah. do send it through and we can dissect it get together and i mean this is the joy of I guess, podcasting, and, you know, we just keep it real. And we acknowledge that, hey, we all go through stuff.
0: Yeah. Like, well, we all
1: go through struggles. We're all human. And we're doing our best. And uh, I think most importantly, it's remembering, reminding ourselves that we're never, ever alone yeah. in our struggle. And the perfection isn't real. Yeah. So... You know, if, if we feel like we're struggling,
0: it's also okay.
1: Yeah. Like it's okay that we struggle with something. We don't have to be good at everything. And sometimes it's just about acknowledging that, you know, I'm struggling and then you kind of feel better yeah. about voicing it. You've said it out loud. You've said it to someone who yeah. you love and who loves you and then you feel like you are able to take that next step So true. Easier. Amazing. Okay, well, we'll be in your ears next week. Otherwise... We'll see
0: you soon. Bye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it